0: to our eighth episode of the HPM Connection. My name is Katie. I'm a former student governor to the HPM Board of Governors and the current peer and communications committee co-chair. I'm also a PhD candidate in electrical engineering and your host for today. So today our episode is focused around how HPN chapters and members and even people across IEEE can be engaging with IEEE's pre-university activities. And our guests for today are Donna Schultz and Lorena Garcia. So welcome to you both. Thank you so much for doing this with us today. Um, And I'm gonna just give you a brief introduction and then we can get into some of the questions that we have for you. So Donna Schultz joined IEEE in 2018 and serves as a senior STEM outreach education manager overseeing IEEE's pre-university initiatives. Prior to IEEE, she was the director of in-district initiatives for Rutgers Center for Mathematics, Science, and Computer Education. Donna began her career as a mechanical engineer with Honeywell International, and she later transitioned to a career in education and taught at the elementary slash primary level. She left the classroom in 2001. Donna has developed, coordinated, and implemented STEM programming for students and educators at Rutgers Douglas College, the American Society of Mechanical Engineers, Stevens Institute of Technology, and Rutgers University. And then, Our other guest for today is Lorena Garcia. So Lorena has been a passionate volunteer since she joined IEEE 18 years ago, serving in different positions at the Columbia Section, Region Nine, the Circuits and Systems Society, MGA, PSPB, among others. She has been a member of the Educational Activities Board for the last six years, where she is currently serving as chair of the Pre-University Education Coordinating Committee. She's also HKN governor for region seven to 10 and an ADA ADA chapter member. Lorena is an electronics engineer and holds a master's of science degree in electronic and computer engineering. She has more than 12 years of experience in academic administration, teaching and research in important institutions in Colombia. Currently, she's an assistant professor and director of laboratories and infrastructure of the School of Engineering and Basic Sciences of Central University in Bogota, Colombia. So again, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you both taking the time today. And first we wanna give our audience just a little bit of context. So Lorena, could you tell us a little bit about what the IEEE TriEngineering Initiative is and how it got started as well?
1: Sure, Katie. Well, IEEE TriEngineering.org was launched in 2006 as a pre-university engineering education web portal. It has the purpose of offering resources for educators to assist them in bringing engineering and technology into their classrooms and providing students with resources to inspire them about the STEM careers. Since then, the engineering portal has been growing in terms of the number and diversity of resources available for teachers, students, and volunteers. We also have expanded the engineering brand to other types of programs as the Engineering summer institute, which is a two-week summer college experience for 8th to 12th grade students to introduce them to engineering and technology, and Try Engineering Together, which is a teacher-guided online learning platform that matches third to fifth graders to mentors from industry. All these Try Engineering programs are managed by the Educational Activities Board through the Pre-University Education Coordinating Committee. That's
0: awesome. It sounds like there's so many amazing initiatives going on, and You know, IEEE is a really big organization, too. You know, it's the largest professional society in the world. So how does this fit into that large organization overall?
1: Well, if you see the strategic plan of IEEE, you will find that one of IEEE's goal is to enhance public understanding of engineering and technology. And when you go to its core values, you will find that one of them is encouraging education at all levels. and. At at all times, while training is the main tool for working towards that goal. I think we provide educational resources, inspiration and guidance that empowers educators, counselors and their students around the world, fostering the next generation of technology innovators. We also want to embrace all IEEE communities around the globe and employ the power of IEEE volunteer expertise, experience and reach to impact as many students as possible.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, I mean, looking at the Tri-Engineering website, there seems to be so many amazing resources, and you've already touched on a few of them um, for, you know, teachers, students, and volunteers, as well as opportunities, too, for groups to get support and funding to help, you know, create some of their own STEM initiatives in their own communities as well. So, let's try to dig into all of these a little bit more. Uh, so, with the STEM portal, you know, it's one of the volunteer resources that we have on the Tri-Engineering website. So, Donna, can you maybe tell us a little bit about what it is and how IEEE volunteers can be utilizing this resource as well?
2: Sure. Thanks, Katie. So, a couple of years ago, we began to work with the University of Chicago to assess the kind of impact we were having in IEEE pre university. And this led us to reimagine how we did pre-university at IEEE. We realized that our very best asset are our volunteers and they were already doing pre-university work. And we we really wanna support them and leverage our global reach by creating a volunteer STEM portal. So this new portal that we launched in January uh, is a place, it it really is the place to be for all things related to pre-university programs, and not only programs, but activities that are happening across IEEE, and whether you're a volunteer in a section, a technical society, an affinity group, a student branch, or an Ada Kappa New Chapter, the portal offers a range of resources to help volunteers elevate their existing programs and assist in creating brand new programs, and the portal consists of a searchable database of volunteer and partner-developed programs and activities And it's a place where volunteers can find inspiration from other volunteer STEM projects. Volunteers are able to share their program on the portal with other IEEE volunteers. They can grow their STEM network and build their local STEM community. And volunteers can also share the results of their programs so that we can demonstrate the collective impact IEEE is making to inspire the STEM professionals of tomorrow.
0: Wow. you know, I really like how it's, it's a way to both get inspiration, but it, it's also a way to pay it forward too. You know, you once you do this, you can also contribute ideas and help other people to grow their own program. So I really like that aspect of this. So for all of us, you know, IEEE volunteers and all these different organizational u- units across IEEE, you know, what is the process for submitting our activities to the STEM portal? And, you know, would they go through some sort of review process? Is there some back and forth? You know, what's that like?
2: Sure, sure. Um, so the process to submit a program on the portal is, is very easy. Um, we are we're modifying a little bit uh, and there will be small changes that will be launched this summer. So I'm going to tell you sort of what the new process will be. So very excited about it. Um, the first step, the very first step is submitting your program. It takes about 30 minutes to complete the program submission process and it includes very general information like program title, program description, who's the target audience, what are the learning objectives. And the new piece is a self-evaluation form. It's very short and sweet. There's only three elements to it and it's like a checkbox, so really short. And once you submit it, you just press a button submit, um, you get a confirmation email. Uh, that it was received. And then there's a short review process by staff, just making sure that nothing was missing, right? That you didn't forget to fill out the self evaluation form, that you've checked all the boxes, um, and that everything's clear. You get a confirmation email, again, uh, telling you about step two. And step two is that you submit an implementation guide. And really, all that is, is it, it's a it's a resource so that when the program comes onto the portal, it gives other volunteers more detail about your program and how they might be able to implement it within their community. And so you get a link in this email to fill out that and that, too, will take you know anywhere from 30 minutes or more, depending on um, if you have all the materials ready about your program and not not too bad. And then you get a final confirmation email. Um, that you get, not a final, you get an email, a confirmation email saying that that was received. And then that moves to step two, which is the, um, sorry, step, step three, we're on step three now, which is the program review process. And our pre-university education coordinating committee, um, the PECC, uh, Lorena is our chair, they review this, the programs and they do that within a 15 day time span. And um, the, re- the evaluators use the self-evaluation tool and they provide feedback um, based on all that was received in the early, the first phase and the implementation guide. And then the volunteer will get the final email saying, the program is submitted to the portal, it's posted on the portal. And they also get, this is the new piece, we really wanted them to get the feedback from the evaluator so that they could, uh, maybe there's a really a great resource that they were unaware of, or maybe whatever it might be that they would get that feedback from the evalu- evaluators. And, um, One final piece, which is really exciting, is in that same email, they also get a volunteer STEM portal logo. It has an embed code. And then whenever a volunteer submits an event on vTools that is tied to the program on the portal, they then can put that logo um, on that event so that everyone um, will know that their program, their event is on the portal. And um, we want that event, we want, it's so, it's so important that everybody knows this connection and that these events are happening. And so the event will get this special volunteer STEM portal logo designation. And uh, we're really excited about that.
0: That's awesome. And it sounds overall like a pretty straightforward process, but also a way to you know, continually improve your event as well, too, with some of that reviewer feedback and taking those lessons learned and passing them on to the next people that may be trying to do your event as well. So. That's really awesome. And can you tell us if there's any limitations as to, you know, who can submit activities? You know, you have to be an IEEE volunteer to do this. How does that work? And Lorena, could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yes, it is only needed to be an, an active IEEE member because you need to register using your IEEE account. Uh, but anybody, any IEEE member who is involved in a STEM outreach program can submit it to the STEM portal. We indeed encourage volunteers for all organizational units, as Donna mentioned, sections, societies, chapters, and of course HKN chapters to share their experience and help us inspire other members in doing STEM outreach activities. We know that HKN chapters are very hard committed to help their local communities. It's, it's one of their, of their main goals. So, And I'm sure that many of them have been doing great activities to engage students in STEM. So we want to know about those efforts and let them know also that we have available resources in this STEM portal for helping them in developing their programs.
0: That's great. And, you know, speaking of resources, I've also seen, you know, various resources and programs like lesson plans and activity guides and webinars for teachers as well. So can you tell us, Donna, a little bit about these resources and, you know, maybe give us a few examples of
2: what's available? Absolutely. So the TryEngineering.org site has resources for educators, students, and volunteers. And for our educators, we have over 130 lesson plans that cover all pre-university grade levels, as well as a range of STEM topics. We also have a special engineering lesson plan toolkit that features our most popular lesson plans with um, added video overview and a PowerPoint. And these lesson plans and this toolkit, these can be used by our volunteers in their STEM outreach activities. Um, I also wanted to mention, we recently began a new initiative called Tri-Engineering Tuesday, and it's a monthly blog and webinar series um, that features our IEEE technical societies with related activities for pre-university students. We're calling it a student guide. And the current topics that we have on the site today, we have oceanic engineering, aerospace engineering, and photonics we're really excited. We have electrical vehicles coming up in July and a bunch more fun topics coming up in the fall, including solar energy. Um, and each topic, this is really fun, um, gets its own badge, digital badge that can be awarded to the students and then they can collect them all. So we're excited about this new initiative.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds really, really cool. And so can volunteers be submitting activities and lesson plans to help grow these resources too? Because I know you know all these different OU's or even HN chapters they're making their own you know skill building workshops or electronics workshops or webinars and stuff like that and it'd be really cool to also share some of that with the larger IEEE community.
2: Yes um, uh, I'm so glad you asked that because we are currently developing a process for our volunteers and our broader STEM community of educators to submit resources to try engineering Um, the resources might be like you just mentioned a bunch uh, activities lesson plans tutorials even articles and I have seen so many great resources developed by our volunteers and we need to share them with our community Um, so the the process will include a review team and the plan is to roll this out by the end of the year we're really excited about it
0: that's really really awesome so and then on the student side, you know, there's also some tools and some resources available to them, too, on the Tri-Engineering website. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what some of these resources and tools and, you know, things that they can take advantage of?
2: Sure. So we have our student section and on Tri-Engineering. And I think the heart of the student section are the games, for sure. And we have games for um, all, all grades, K-12, to 12, or ages 5 to 18. And they range in topics from inventing to coding to environmental engineering and electrical engineering and pretty much everything in between and in addition to our games we also have a stem fields page that features various engineering disciplines and we're rolling out a new format for these pages we're really excited about this it will include a historical snapshot an amazing engineers section global impact section and a keep learning section and and a bunch more. Um, and we, we are very excited about rolling this um, out, these new pages out this year.
0: That's that's so cool. I mean, engineering is such a broad field and you learn about more and more and more every day, or I should even say STEM is, you know, such a broad field and you learn about all these new applications and jobs and career opportunities. So it's it's so cool that there's a way to showcase that and really start to show the next generation of students, you know some of what the possibilities are because they're truly, truly endless. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so we've talked about different resources that people can use in their STEM initiatives. Um, and we mentioned like the STEM portal. Um, there are also you know, a lot of IEEE OUs, like the sections and the student branches and chapters that are doing their own STEM initiatives already that they could be submitting to the STEM portal, but maybe they also need a little bit of support to help them off the ground or grow these initiatives too. And with Triengineering.org and IEEE's pre-university activities, there's a STEM grant program. So can you tell us a little bit about this STEM grant program and you know what it, what is it really intended to fund?
2: A- absolutely, I um, I'm so excited about this program. The grant program is for IEEE volunteers who want to implement a pre-university STEM program or expand on an existing program in their local community. And the grant funds can, be, can support the cost of the implementation of the program. Like for example, materials, venue fees, supplies, food, that kind of thing. And the 2021 application window um, began in, on the 15th of, of um, May and will end July 1. And the the goal of this program, we really wanna support our volunteers and their STEM outreach initiatives, as well as building their local STEM communities. And we are so excited to see many new programs and are thrilled that this grant initiative will um, support more and more students around the globe. Um, So just really a cool program, really excited about it. Yeah,
0: and so I see that um, these IEEOUs, they can receive up to 2000 US dollars with this grant program. So, what's the application process like for applying for that? And you know, could you specify? We only need a thousand dollars, or is it just always a two thousand dollar chunk? How does that work?
2: Well, that's a that's a great question. Yeah, it's up to two thousand, so anyone can apply for. If you need, you know, less than that, you need two two hundred or five hundred. Um, you're able to apply for that amount as well. It's up to that maximum. But the application process. Um, is, is pretty simple, very similar to other grant application processes. The application is standard. It includes items like project goals and objectives, your needs statement, project description, benefits, a timeline, your budget, and your evaluation plan. And as I mentioned earlier, the, the grant application process will end July 1. So we're coming up against it, but we're really excited. We got quite a few applicants already. Um, now, once, the, once that closes on July 1, the review of the applications begins. We're working on developing our review team. We have, um, we have that uh, happening as we speak. And they will be reviewing using a rubric that was supplied on the, on the site. And um, we have a, a, a couple of weeks to get the review done. And then we're really going to be excited to announce the grant recipients on July fifteenth, And uh, the grant awardees will implement their program um, between July and December, and they'll be providing a midterm report and then they'll end by submitting their program to the portal so that then others will know all about it and can implement, uh, you know, replicate it if they if they see fit. So we're really excited about feeding into the STEM portal and providing more opportunities for our volunteers.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think too, it's, it's really great timing for our HAN chapters too, you know, if if you're looking to start a new program from fall semester, you know, you can put together your application, have some funding and be able to get it off the ground, you know, this, this coming fall. So that, that's a really exciting opportunity. And I'd really encourage all of our HPN chapters and people listening to, to take advantage of that. You know, there, there's still time, you know, you can hustle. you can put together an application and have that ready to go in the next few months, with, which is really, really exciting. So, you know, kind of tying everything together now, you know, we've talked about all these different opportunities um, throughout this episode, as well as highlighted some of the ways that HPN chapters and members can can start to engage with these opportunities. So could you kind of give us a summary of, you know, how and why you think HPN members and chapters can be engaging with IEEE's, you know, pre-university activities? And Lorena, maybe you can take this one.
1: Absolutely. Well, we want all IEEE and HKM members to join us in our vision to encourage youth to see themselves as someone who can improve the work through STEM. So, as we have mentioned, there are many ways to engage. First, of course, organizing pre-university STEM activities. Those can be directed to students, educators, or even parents. And after completing the events, reporting the results because we want to measure the impact that we are collectively making as IEEE and and to share that with with all the the IEEE membership. Sharing their pre-university STEM programs in the STEM portal will allow us to publish them to other IEEE. So other IEEE volunteers around the world can learn from their success and feel inspired to replicate them. And of course, if an HKN chapter has an idea for a new program or Want to replicate any, anyone that is on the STEM portal and needs funding for making it a reality, we encourage them to apply for the grant program before July 1st. I know that it's a short notice, uh, but it's an easy uh, going application, as Donna mentioned. So I'm, I'm really willing to, to, to receive a lot of application from HKM chapters. Our desire is, is that all volunteers and HKM members use the resources that we have on the portal but also they can help us to create more resources. In HKN, we have the greatest students, so they can share their career profile to inspire others. They can suggest hands-on activities to turn into lesson plans. They can create games to help students develop engineering, computer and technology skills, or share with us any other resource that it can help us to motivate and inspire other volunteers. Uh, I am very happy to tell tell you that we have created a volunteer engagement working group. We have selected um, an IEEE volunteers all around the world that have a lot of experience doing uh, this type of activities, STEM outreach activities, with the purpose of developing strategies for motivating, engaging, and training volunteers who want to be involved in pre-university activities. So we expect to be launching more resources soon that will be available for all. We're preparing to launch on July, at the end of July, an IEEE STEM Ambassador Program. We want to recognize IEEE volunteers for their contributions to pre-university STEM education. So if anyone uh, listening to this podcast is really involved in STEM education, we want to know about your work and give you this recognition and, of course, helping you to be more active in this type of activities. We're also looking for volunteers to help us in our translation team, to help us review the automatic translation of our lesson plans of two different languages. We already have a a group of 12 volunteers uh, covering Spanish, French, and and, and, and other ones. But of course, we we want that our lesson plans are available without restrictions to anybody. So uh, if you manage a second language, English and another language will be we will be happy to have you in this translation team. We're also building our STEM community, so I invite everybody interested in this topic to join our community in Collaboratech that is called IEEE University community and in Facebook we have a Triengineering Facebook group and we are there we're posting all our initiatives, all, all the things that are coming and so I expect to see a great involvement from HKM members in these programs.
0: That's awesome. And we'll be sure to link all of these different things in our episode description as well. So people can have easy access to the Facebook group and the Tech group and the tryengineering.org website and all those great things so that they can really, you know, jump in and, and start to take advantage of these opportunities. So as we wrap up, you know, do you have any final thoughts or takeaways, anything that we didn't touch on today that you'd like to you know, make sure that we talk about before
2: we end. And Donna, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, I'll just close by saying that I'm just so excited about building our STEM community and learning about more amazing volunteer programs and supporting them through the portal. Uh, I cannot wait to see how many students, teachers, parents, and volunteers, um, students, teachers, and parents that our volunteers reach. Uh, and uh, the kind of positive impact that they are making around the world. So just uh, excited about uh, all that we're doing and uh, looking forward to um, working with Ada Kappa new and getting them engaged uh, with the portal.
1: Great.
0: And Lorena, what about you?
1: Well, thanks, Katie, for the opportunity to sharing the information of all pre-university programs to HKE members. I really hope to see their involvement. And of course, we are willing to help them in any initiative that they have. Please feel free to, to, to contact us and we will be happy to work together.
0: Great, great. So as we wrap up, you know, just a few reminders to all of our listeners. Uh, we do have an upcoming chapter leaders call on June 28th. Um, and pretty soon too, nominations for the HKN Outstanding Student Award are closing. That deadline is June 30th. And additionally, too, uh, we have the IBM Student Hub. If you sign up before June 30th, um, they will feed a child for a day. So they're having a world hunger initiative currently. Um, so that's, you know, a great community to be a part of as well and an opportunity to, to you know, do some good in the world. And then lastly, just one more reminder, to the deadline for these IEEE programs University STEM grants is July 1st, so make sure you take advantage of that too. Get together with you know some of your colleagues, put together an application, and you know can't wait to see all the outreach activities that you do uh, coming up in these next few months. Also, be sure to check out the latest issue of The Bridge Magazine, which is themed around advances in solar cell design. It's probably some of the amazing work being done across Um, our chapters and with our members and partners. You can read it online or in the IEEE app. So thank you again, both Donna and Lorena, one last time. We really appreciate you taking the time today and talking with us. And thank you to everybody who's watching or listening. Be sure to subscribe and like this episode so you don't miss future episodes of the HKN Connection. And with that, thank you all again. Thank you. Thank you.